Hello again, everyone. You're listening to the Mayor Tom Henry Podcast. Thank you for spending your time with us. Well, this is episode number 38, recorded on December the 9th, 2019, from Citizen Square in beautiful downtown Fort Wayne. This is also our final podcast episode for this year. You know, normally we invite a community leader or city official to come on the program and share all the great things that they're working on to make our city a better place to live. However, today I want to take some time to talk to you about 2019 and relive some of the best moments from this past year. And it was certainly a memorable year for Fort Wayne. So for the next few minutes, just sit back, relax, and let's discuss several of the great things that placed our city in its position over the past year. You know, normally we mayors take a look at six or seven areas uh, to determine whether or not we feel our cities are moving in the right direction and whether or not we're being successful in the different programs and initiatives that we've put forward. For instance, one of the areas is public safety consisting primarily of our police department and our fire department. So I thought I'd break those down for you. In our police department this past year, uh, we've done a magnificent job. Chief Reed and his staff, uh, year after year, uh, step up and make this city a truly safe community to live in. But this past year was exceptional. For instance, homicides in our city were down 44% from last year. In addition, the clearance rate of those homicides was more than 75%. To be able to have a clearance rate of 75% of the homicides uh, is an unbelievable rate, that, a rate that any city would be enviable of. Uh, also, arrests of individuals in possession of handguns. Handguns certainly are, are an issue that many cities are concerned about today, and understandably so. Well, arrests of handguns in our community were up 27%. I was talking to some police officers the other day, and they say at almost every major traffic stop, with people in the vehicle who are somewhat suspicious, uh, they almost always find a handgun. So we've we've uh, we've been able to uh, secure hundreds of firearms over this past year. And violent crimes themselves were down about 7%. Uh, So the arrest rate uh, and the criminal uh, element in our community have really been addressed strongly by our police department. Speaking of our police department, We're now fully staffed at 480 officers. They also have some of the best equipment available to make sure that they have everything they need to uh, keep our city as as safe as they possibly can. Also, we had a first full year of a a partnership with Fort Wayne United's 10-Point Coalition. Now, the 10-Point Coalition is a a program under Fort Wayne United, which... uh, addresses a a particular neighborhood in our community that is struggling, usually with a high rate of criminal activity or other challenges that that, uh, hurt that neighborhood as far as those who live there making sure that uh, their their particular neighborhood, again, is is the best that it can be. 
Well, this particular year, uh, Ten Point Coalition identified the Oxford neighborhood as one that needed uh, t uh, some special attention. So they began walking that neighborhood in the evening several nights a week, walked the, uh, the entire year. Uh, they also uh, were, were focusing on uh, making sure that the people in the neighborhood uh, would uh, be a little more open in their discussion with the police department as well as with the Ten Point Coalition itself. You know, perhaps some individuals who uh, in some cases were, uh, they were not threatened with so they, uh, uh, they could talk to them a little more freely, a little more openly. Well, as a result, uh, there were no homicides at all committed in 2019 in the Oxford neighborhood. And not just that, but uh, the aggravated assaults, uh, they decreased 65%. Robberies decreased uh, 62%. Burglaries decreased around 30%. So it was a tremendous amount of attention play, uh, paid to the Oxford neighborhood, and you can see the results from a, a criminal activity perspective. The Ten Point Coalition actually has been so successful here in Fort Wayne that now they're going to begin a program over in Ohio. We've had some uh, cities come in and, and, and see what we're doing as far as best practices. Now cities are, are taking our program and taking it back to their respective communities. What a compliment to Ira Kedley and all the individuals involved in uh, Fort Wayne United and the Ten Point Coalition. Uh, now moving to the fire department. Our fire department's first engine arrives at scenes on an average of four and a half minutes, which again is an unbelievable uh, uh, amount of time for an engine to leave a firehouse and get to a home uh, through, through our metropolitan area is really a, a, a tremendous success story as far as trying to keep uh, those minutes down as low as possible because Certainly, in many cases, it's a life-and-death situation. So we have about 368 firefighters, and I need to compliment all of them, from, from the new firefighters all the way up to the, to the fire chief and everyone in between. Uh, they've really uh, made our, our, our city uh, truly safe from a, from a fire perspective. And I, I know... Uh, uh, they're constantly uh, looking at additional opportunities to even lower that time and also to better train uh, our firefighters. For instance, many of them are being cross-trained now, not only as, as firefighters, but also as emergency medical technicians. Uh, so be able to, to be able to cross-train in, in two very valuable areas, uh, again, makes a tremendous statement as far as how uh, our fire chief and his administration want to make sure we have the best firefighters in the region. Well, second area we look at besides public safety is public works, uh, which is uh, essentially the area uh, that uh, takes care of our infrastructure. Well, as many of you know, in 2019, we invested $31 million in more than 190 neighborhoods in Fort Wayne. We, we fix streets, uh, roads, uh, alleys now, which is something rather new, uh, sidewalks. Uh, we did uh, ADA compliance ramps. Uh, we fixed concrete streets, asphalt streets, uh, chip and steel streets. And on top of all that, we also built several miles of new trails. 
So it's been unbelievable the amount of work that we've been able to to put together in Fort Wayne from an infrastructure perspective. You know, it's inter interesting. When I first became mayor a number of years ago, uh, we were only spending in about six or seven, maybe in a good year, $8 million a year because that's all the money we had. Uh, that money came from the uh, gasoline tax that you pay at the pump. Uh, most of that goes to the state, and then it's turned around and sent back to cities based upon our population and, and some other uh, variables. But we, we only got about 7 or $8 million a year. But over the years, we as a community have recognized that the infrastructure uh, of our neighborhoods, the infrastructure of our, of our city as a whole needed to be uh, more properly and readily addressed. So what we've done over the past several years is we've talked the legislature into giving us some additional monies beyond gasoline tax uh, our own city council and i worked together to to uh, add some additional monies uh, through uh, uh, some of the uh, income tax uh, programs that we have in place and we, we've uh, adjusted uh, our tax base to uh, to make sure that we had more money than just the seven or eight because that was never enough well, as I mentioned, we're now spending around $30 million a year. So if you see a lot of orange cones in the neighborhoods and, and orange barrels, that's the reason that we've taken a very proactive, aggressive approach at making sure that our streets and roads are taken care of. In, in fact, uh, in the past four years, uh, almost six miles of new sidewalks have been built. Uh, primarily to connect our neighborhoods to our schools. More and more students are having to walk to school for a number of reasons. We've got to make sure they have a safe way uh, to walk. Uh, another 16 miles of sidewalk have been built around the community to improve Fort Wayne's walkability. So it's not just to schools, but to walk in general. We're encouraging more and more uh, uh, people to take care of their health in our city well let's make sure that we have transportation modes in place to to encourage that uh, also also we've added about 16 and a half miles of trails as i as i mentioned uh, we're we're taking a very uh aggressive approach to our trail system. We happen to believe that that's something that really improves the quality of life of Fort Wayne, so we're, we're trying to get on top of that as well. And speaking of trails, uh, the third area we look at uh, as mayors is our parks uh, and our recreation department. Uh, year after year, uh, our parks department receives uh, tremendous responses to their, to their customer service rating. In fact, uh, last year, it was 90% uh, uh, of, uh, of, of the people surveyed said that they were satisfied with our parks department and our zoo and the like. And although we have 87 parks, uh, we now have an additional park, uh, Promenade Park, which opened uh, in August. And I hope you've had a chance to experience the, not only the grand opening itself, uh, but uh, uh, the park, the park as as a whole. Uh, I've been there a number of times in the early morning, uh, afternoon, and sometimes late in the evening. I'll take a stroll through Promenade, and it's it's something really to to experience at different times of the day. I know on the uh, the grand opening itself, uh, you know, it lasted three days. Uh, I couldn't believe how many people showed up. Uh, of course, the ribbon cutting took place on a on a floating stage, and 
And there was a concert uh, also on a floating stage. Uh, the After dark, the river was lit up by, I know, thousands of uh, floating LED lights. Uh, we had dragon, dragon boat races, uh, just all kinds of activities to open up this, this newest addition to our parks and, and recreation system. And besides the, the 30, I think 35,000 visitors that participated in the grand opening, uh, over 1 million people participated in parks and recreation programs last year. What a statement for, for our community and for all of the parks that, that make up uh, the city of Fort Wayne. And that includes our, our golf courses as well. Another area that uh, we mayors uh, look at is community development. Uh, our city continues to grow, uh, not necessarily uh, geographically as far as bigger space, but growing within the current boundaries of our city. Uh, and just to, to name a few things that uh, uh, we've announced um, th uh, as far as projects for this year, uh, the lofts at Headwaters Park. Now that's, uh, it's going to be a new mixed-use development. And what I mean by that is on the first floor is going to be retail offerings. It can be restaurants, it can be boutiques, other types of, of retail offerings. And then there's going to be a floor or two of offices. And then on top of that will be uh, hotels. Uh, and that's going to be in the parking lot of Club Soda. Now, there's going to be some disruption, I know, uh, uh, with the Three Rivers Festival uh, this year and next year. But we're working with them to make sure that we have uh, adequate parking and that uh, Junk Food Alley won't be disturbed too much. Uh, but uh, we are going to have a brand new development there. It's about a $70 million development. It's going to have a couple of hundred apartments. Uh, and in looking at the drawings, for those who uh, ultimately decide to live in those apartments, the view uh, is phenomenal from all four sides uh, of, the, uh, of the apartment. So it's going to be uh, quite an addition. Also, right next to uh, Promenade Park, on the east side right now there's a big parking lot well that's going to be the beginnings of a place called premier riverfront and that also is another mixed-use development similar to the first one in fact it's got the same developer uh, a little bit different perhaps in in overall design but it's also going to consist of retail space office space and apartments uh, now some people are asking me whether or not those apartments will eventually be turned to condominiums and sold rather than rented. I don't have the answer to that yet, but I know that the, uh, the developer is acutely aware of the fact most of the condominiums downtown are already taken. And there seems to be a growing list of individuals who not only want to live downtown but want to own a place downtown so he's uh he's keeping uh, an eye on that so we'll see how that how that works out also we've announced the the new development for the national headquarters for uh ruoff mortgage now that's going to be over by parkview field uh, right across the ewing street right on the corner of ewing and jefferson uh, it's going to be a magnificent addition uh, we, uh, we should break ground sometime, we hope, this spring, uh, and it'll take a little while to build, uh, but uh, uh, it's, uh, it's going to be, again, a, a tremendous addition to downtown. And as a part of that project, we're also going to be building a parking garage 
on the uh, silver lot of Parkview Field. Silver Lot's the one directly south of Parkview Field, the big parking lot where, where right now you have to have a permit to park or, or I think you can pay additional monies or something. But it's called the Silver Lot. Well, we're going to be putting a parking garage there to not only help Ruoff with its customer base, uh, also right across the street uh, is Cityscape Flats. And uh, from my understanding, they're running out of parking because of its popularity. And then also, if you go to a game at Parkview Field, uh, your car will be undercover. So it won't be as hot in the, uh, in the summertime or if it uh, starts to rain, uh, your car again will be, will be undercover. And we've also had a couple of new uh, groundbreakings. Uh, avionics, uh, uh, the shell building on Avionics uh, Drive, uh, that's going to be a, 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 a wonderful building for a new business that's going to be coming to Fort Wayne. Also, we broke ground on the Boutique Hotel. Uh, It doesn't have a name yet. Uh, It's referred to as Fox on Main, but I don't know if that name's going to stay or not. Uh, But uh, Fox on Main's got a nice ring to it. But uh, if you've been on the corner of Main and Harrison, you'll see it's it's going up rather quickly. And my understanding is uh, just about this time next year or perhaps into the into the uh, the spring of 2021 it'll be finished and again it's a boutique hotel so it should be uh, quite the addition to downtown uh, we're also uh, widening ardmore avenue to make your drive into the uh, airport from the airport expressway a little more pleasurable and a little more scenic as you as you drive to and from the airport and uh, uh, we also uh, broke ground on Rivers Edge, uh, the program to serve the chronically uh, homeless community. Uh, So all of that uh, uh, we broke ground on, and we also cut some ribbons, uh, uh, bottle works, lofts, uh, in southeast Fort Wayne, the new apartment living. We we were able to cut a ribbon there, and the uh, the landing, that was just recently, we opened that up with the, again, restaurants and other retail offerings as well as some great apartments and if you haven't had a chance to take a look at some of the apartments on the landing if you get a chance to go up into one of them whether it's a studio apartment or a one or two bedroom apartment the the view off the balconies onto the landing is is something else and the landing is just now beginning to uh, really take off uh, I think 100% of the uh, storefronts have been leased out, and the apartments are leasing out quickly. But we're only beginning uh, as far as the landing. The, the possibilities there are enormous, from music offerings to other types of uh, artistic expression and the like can all take place on the landing because vehicular traffic is prohibited most of the time. So you can walk back and forth and not worry about, about cars or other types of, of vehicles. Uh, so we're very excited about that. And then also this year we opened up the Hampton Inn and Suites uh, downtown. And again, if you haven't had a chance to go into uh, uh, Connors on the main floor or the Burger Stop, uh, if you get a chance to go up to the roof and uh, have something to eat on the uh, 
on the rooftop lounge and look out over Parkview Field or watch a game uh, is it's an unbelievable uh, viewpoint. That's that's for sure. Of course, trying to get up there during game time uh, might be a little difficult because a couple times I've tried to get up there, they've been absolutely packed. So it's it's quite the uh, quite the offering. That's for sure. But all of those things we broke ground on or we cut ribbons on all in one year in 2019. So what a great uh, uh, what a great addition to to our city. Uh, tremendous progress. Uh, and incidentally, we're working on the first ever public art master plan for Fort Wayne. It's going to be revealed in January, and that's going to provide uh, guidance for where and what types of public art in downtown uh, and throughout the neighborhood sh- should exist, what's there now, and, uh, and what, what can happen in the future. And we're also going to be uh, uh, getting more, a little more in-depth. Uh, we just had a, a meeting on the uh, on Riverfront Phases 2 and 3. Uh, I think we had a meeting just last week or a, a, public, uh, uh, a couple, couple of public uh, meetings to show, let everybody know what, uh, what the architects, what the engineers had in mind. And, of course, there was, those can be modified as we move along. But our hope is to start construction in the next year, year and a half in phase two. So we're moving, we're moving along. Uh, also, in, in uh, I didn't want to forget this, in community development, we've have, uh, we now have neighborhood improvement grants. And we give those out to neighborhoods for oh, markers for their neighborhoods, uh, uh, murals if they want to uh, put in certain places, and other types of things that uh, neighborhoods specifically can ask for. We put aside some money every year, and we uh, give that money to various neighborhoods for particular projects. Uh, we also had our new uh, alleyway activation program. Uh, and that's been, that's been great, trying to turn our alleys into more uh, corridors, uh, opening up from one street to another, or to offer initial, uh, uh, additional amenities. For instance, uh, the porch, uh, uh, the, uh, porch uh, area off, uh, off Calhoun, right next to Pint and Slice. You can actually take food outside and sit in the alley on, on, in benches and, and uh, at tables and chairs in the summer and, and, and get something to eat. I've done it, and it's quite the experience, that's, that's for sure. Uh, we, uh, uh, we also started the Complete Count Committee, and I wanted to bring that up because we are going to be doing a census in 2020, and it's absolutely imperative that every citizen in the city of Fort Wayne gets counted. And the reason I say that is much of the money that we receive from the state and the federal government, mostly the federal government, is based upon how many people are in your community. And the more people you have, the more money you get. That's number one. Number two, it's important because as we get to know who all the citizens are in our community, we can bend and flex the programs and initiatives that we put together as a city to make sure that everybody's needs get met. Uh, so that's, that's going to happen in 2020. We have a committee putting it together now. So if you're asked to participate, uh, please do so for not only uh, the good of the city, but uh, the good of the country in general. We need to know how many people live in our cities and our states and in, in our country. Uh, we've had some successful home repair programs. Uh, we've uh, launched a $3 million program to protect young children from lead paint. So we've done a lot of different things in community development, but that is a huge portion of what we try to do in the city of Fort Wayne. 
Another area that uh, mayors look at are, are city utilities. Now, we're blessed in Fort Wayne to own our own city utilities. A lot of communities have sold theirs off or leased them out. We've decided in Fort Wayne that our city utilities operation was something that we wanted to uh, manage, that we wanted to control as far as rates, uh, that we wanted to make sure the quality was, uh, was there by our own uh, quality oversight and so on. So we've, uh, we've kept it as an asset, and uh, i got to say that City Utilities uh, moved in, in 2019 with unprecedented uh, aggressive plans uh, to replace 70 miles of water main. Uh, and that's going to be over the next five years, but they started it in 2019. Uh, the, uh, the stormwater team uh, began another five-year plan to address more than 30 major neighborhoods with drainage issues. Uh, I think eight of them have already been completed. Uh, also, the, the, the uh, tunnel boring machine, we named it Mama Jo, uh, she's completed one mile of her journey to a five-mile long deep rock tunnel. And once completed, uh, this particular project will, um, will protect neighborhoods from basement backups and reduce sewer overflow into our rivers by more than 90%. So again, it's a five-year project. It's a massive project. I know an expensive project, but the results in the end uh, will more than pay for itself, not only with a uh, basement backups, as I mentioned, but reducing that sewage overflow into our rivers is something that we morally uh, need to, to uh, make sure that we take care of. Uh, oh, incidentally, the city utilities, a lot of people don't know this, but we also control the electricity at our uh, pollution control plant. What we've done is we've taken a new program, Waste to Energy, and we've taken the human waste that's generated by our city, and we've converted it to methane gas, and we then control the electricity in our pollution control plant with that methane gas. As a result, we save about $400,000 a year. Uh, and as a result of that, City Utilities received the Utility of the Future Today Award. Uh, incidentally, it was for the second year in a row. So we're, we're constantly trying to stay on top of uh, a lot of the needs and the wants and the desires of our community as it pertains to our water and our sewer. We have some of the best water in the country. We've won one award after another, and now we're going after the, the uh, sewer situation in our community to make sure that we take care of that as well. And you know, the final area that we mayors look at is the financing situation of our community. First of all, Fort Wayne, again, is blessed to have an A++ rating. It's one of the highest ratings you can get as a city. And what they're telling us is that our debt-to-equity ratio, uh, in other words, um, how much uh, equity we have in our community, how many assets we have. And incidentally, we have uh, about uh, $2.5 billion of assets in our community. That's a tremendous amount of assets to, to have and to be able to maintain. And that's helped us out immensely. But And then how much debt we have as compared to that. Uh, so our debt-to-equity ratio is, is outstanding as far as the, the rating companies are concerned. Uh, and, and I think the fact that we have between 15 and $20 million in the bank, uh, we, we keep that so that, again, when things come up, we can pay for it cash rather than they have to go out and borrow money. 
uh, if a natural disaster occurs, we've got money to, to get to. And again, instead of having to go out and borrow money or try to figure out what to do financially at the last moment during a natural disaster, now we have immediate access to capital if we need it. Uh, also, we are paying off some of the loans that we have, uh, loans for a city or what they refer to as bonds. We're paying those off at a, at a record rate. So all of those areas that I mentioned are areas that, that we as mayors look at on a regular basis to determine whether or not, again, our city is moving in the right direction. I think 2019 was a magnificent year uh, for our city. Uh, that and the fact that you allowed me to continue to serve as your, as your mayor in 2019. So I really appreciate that. Uh, but over and above that, uh, we've had a tremendous year. And I, I'm looking forward to 2020 and obviously the continuation of, of our podcasts. Well, with that, that's all the time we had for today. I hope you enjoyed a, a brief a look back in, in the year 2019 and, and, uh, and see what, uh, what we've done as a community. But before we go, I do want to thank each and every one of the guests that appeared on my podcast this past year. I love talking with the people who are making a positive difference in Fort Wayne, and I hope you've enjoyed hearing their stories as well. And I also want to thank you, our citizens, for helping the city of Fort Wayne be the best that it can be. We are fortunate to, to live in a place where people come together and improve the lives of others. Fort Wayne is truly a very special city. Well, until our next program, I wish everyone a safe and happy and cheerful holiday season, and we'll talk again soon. This is Mayor Tom Henry. Have a great rest of your day. <music>